The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Are you going to spin the globe? Are you going to spin the globe? Uh, no, because I think yes, the hotline bling is like to say, You're supposed to say yes. You spin it, land it in New York. <laughs> That's where Eric Metasis Coming is. from, yeah, yeah, I just spun it. What do you know? It landed on New York. There it is. <laughs> Around the world. Our next guest uh, is a number one national best-selling author. He's a nationally syndicated conservative uh, and radio show host. He's a humorist. He's got a new book out called Donald Drains the Swamp. He is Eric Metaxas Superstar. Eric, thanks for, sh- for uh, joining us this morning. Well, it is my pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Eric, I I was looking at your book, and I was like, is this inspired from the Flintstones? Because I'm getting the vibe here. Well, not really. (laughs) It's interesting, because a lot of people uh, say stuff like that, because when you think of caveman, cartoon caveman, you think of the Flintstones. But there have been a lot of others. Years ago, there was Ali Oop, who was huge. And, uh, in fact, the book is dedicated to Ali Oop, Mm. the... uh, the original, adorable, deplorable. No kidding. You know, cavemen, <laughs> cavemen are kind of, you know, deplorable, and the book is a little bit about deplorables. And, you know, it's, it, the, the funny thing is I wrote the book, and I cannot figure out what it is. Like, I know it's funny, <laughs> and I know it's – but I, I really think that it's a, it's a children's book for adults. Let me put it that way. Is, right? is, it, is it similar to like, you know, one of those like Pixar movies where adults can, you know, laugh along with it, but you can oh, that, also take I mean, listen, there's, there's no question that I wrote this for adults. This is a book for adults. It's a humor book for adults, but it's in the, the guise of a kid's book. I've written 30 children's books. I worked for VeggieTales. And the thing is that I think because it's so sweet, people will use it as a children's book. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, it's not nasty political humor. It's meant to be funny. Adults will get the joke that the, you know, the big villain is the George Osaurus. It's, it's a monster <laughs> named the George Osaurus. <laughs> Love it. It's a coincidence that it sounds like a Hungarian billionaire. It's a coincidence, I just want to tell you. But it's, it's, it's basically a fable, and it's really, I, I wrote it because I feel that we need to be able to laugh and have a good time. Those of us who support this president need to be able to celebrate what he's doing. He's draining the swamp. And, you know, people, all we hear is the negativity with Trump. And I said, this needs to be something that celebrates who he is. So he's a caveman named Donald. And, you know, in a way, he's a bit of a caveman. Uh, But everybody (laughs) in the book is a caveman. So it's not not such a, a commentary on him. But the point is that at the end of the book, and this is serious, this is crazy stuff, he does something that you guys probably know George Washington did in 1783. He turns down all the power in the world to be the king of yeah. America. George Washington says, no, yep. we are a free people. We fought for liberty. And he says, I don't want to be the king. Uh, and it's an amazing moment. And in the book, Donald it, they say to him, look, you know, you drained the swamp. You got rid of all the swamp creatures. Why don't you be our next king? And he says, no, you're a free people now. A king tells people what to do, and they have to do it. But a free people tells their leaders what to do, and the leaders have to do it. And they say, oh, you mean like a, like a, a president? And he goes, yeah. He goes, if that's what you're looking for, I'm your caveman. So I'm your caveman uh, is kind of... Uh, it's become, it's become my motto, he's my caveman. It's the ant- antidote to not my president. He's my caveman. Mm-hmm. 
there's something about him. He's a caveman. He's lovable. So it's really, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of jokes in the book for adults. But obviously, I think people are going to read it to their kids. Eric, you're almost committing. It seems like you're almost committing the cardinal sin here uh, with uh, actually injecting comedy here to this like crazy political environment. And I, and you're and you're hilarious. I, do you see this as like a? I mean, it's it's a hard time to to actually be funny. You know, not, for me. not to not to mention even write a book that's funny, but yeah. also not tear someone down in the process. Like this does well, not happen that, anymore. That's exactly that's exactly right. This is a book that is not nasty. It's a, it's a humor book, but it's you know it's for people that either let me put it this way, people that love Trump or people who at least have a stinking sense of humor at this time yeah. because this the sourness of, and the bitterness of the left is going to destroy America. We can't let that happen. So I said, we need a book that's funny, that helps us to celebrate, and helps me to say, he's my caveman, and he's doing great things. He's draining the swamp. And you, you realize it's a bipartisan swamp. Uh, people listening are probably wondering, they're probably confused. Can I, can I tell the plot in 30 seconds? Can I try? Yeah, go for it. Okay. It starts, basically, uh, there's, there's all these people, they're, they're cave people, and they know that their leader, their king, is out of touch with them, okay? Parentheses, bloated government, uh, out of touch bureaucracy. So their king never talks to them. He, only, he lives in the middle of a swamp, and he only talks to the swamp creatures. He never talks to the people outside the swamp. Middle so America, say, well, pretty what much. What are we going to do? Exactly. What, what are we going to do? So there's, there's a caveman who lives among them. He's kind of famous. He's a builder of caves. Everybody wants a cave built by Donald, the caveman. <laughs> and they go to Donald, and they say, Donald, can you, can you help us? Like, you, you, you know more than we do about the way the world works. What do we do? How do we, how do we speak to our king? He's in the middle of the swamp, and he says, oh, let, let me see what I can do. So he goes the next day. He travels down to the swamp, to the edge of the swamp, and he meets the first swamp creature. It's a Labiosaurus. And the Labiosaurus <laughs> tells him, you know, listen, you don't understand. You can't talk to the king. The king only talks to people who live in the swamp. So if you don't live in the swamp, he's not interested in you. So basically, Donald says, look, I don't want to live in the swamp. I'll tell you that right now. So he goes back. He tells people, it's bad. We're going to have to get drastic. They say, what do you mean? What do you mean? He says, well, we're going to have to drain the swamp. And some people, of course, say, hey, you can't say that. that that's terrible. That's, that's, uh, you're you're going to get the swamp creatures angry. And he says, well, you're angry, aren't you? They go, yeah. And he goes, well, maybe, you know, maybe it's their turn. So the next day he takes a shovel by himself, and he's, he, oh, first of all, he tells them how he's going to do it. They say, you can't drain the swamp. He goes, yeah, it's, it's simple. I'm a builder. I, I know how to do this stuff. It, it's simple. We're going to build, we're going to dig a trench. It's going to be the biggest, best <laughs> trench you've ever seen. And the Mexicans are going to pay for it. No, that's not in the book. I made that up. So... So he says he's going to dig a trench. So he goes down to the thing, and, and he sees the swamp creatures are furious. And then he notices that the swamp, the green color of the swamp, is not a normal green swamp color. It looks like money. And then he realizes the entire swamp is made of money, and he uh. knows why all the swamp creatures don't want to leave the swamp. So he starts digging the trench, and the biggest, baddest swamp creature of all comes out of the weeds and it is the george osaurus <laughs> and and he you know it's really scary but the, the all the swamp people say hey you've made the george osaurus angry you're going to get it now and then donald turns around and all the people all the cave people have showed up with shovels and they say well not as angry as we are and they all start chanting drain the swamp drain the swamp so they dig the trench and the water with the money flows to the horizon drains the swamp. Of course, every swamp creature, including the king and the Georgiosaurus, 
chase the money, follow the money. So they go to the horizon, never to be seen again. And, of course, the swamp is drained, flowers bloom, trees grow. And they say, but the problem is we wanted to speak to the king, and he's gone. Maybe Donald will be our next king. And that's when Donald says, I- I'm not going to be your king. You're a free people now. You are going to you're going to govern yourselves, and they say okay. And then uh, what about would you be our president? He goes well if you if you're looking for a president, I'm your caveman. So so that's it. So the, we're <laughs> making up these political buttons that say he's my caveman. And uh, at the launch party here in New York, uh, where you guys are not in New York, are you? If you are, you got to come to the launch party. I can't tell you. Oh, I, I so be, wish we were. Yeah, we're I in Dallas. Give you the address. Well, I got to say, we're printing up these buttons that say he's my caveman, because I really think that ought to be the cry of our side. He's my caveman. You know, you want to say not my president, good for you. We're going to say he's my caveman. I think we we really do need to celebrate, to be lighthearted. And it's not a mean political book. When you look at the pictures and everything, it's meant to be fun and lighthearted. And it's meant to teach us and our kids about what is American-style liberty. We don't have a king. We govern ourselves. Uh, And that's why when it says we the people, we are the government. There's not some distant government that we can't get in touch with that's out of touch with us. So there's a lot to it. It's really a fable. And um, I, I think that, you know, because it's funny, I hope it will help us during this difficult, sour time not to take everything so seriously and to know that, you know, great things are happening. Eric, it's refreshing to see this, uh, this, this take. And it's like, it's, 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 it's refreshing just to see the, you know, we haven't lost the ability to laugh, no. uh, you know, and politics is, is actually should be funny. I mean, it's, it's very ridiculous at times. Um, well, I but, mean, listen, we, well, I'll tell you what's hilarious. Donald Trump is the president of the United States, despite <laughs> everything, despite <laughs> the Republican establishment and the media and everybody going all in yeah. to destroy him, despite the deep state, trying to destroy him before and after the election, he's the president. And this, to me, proves that we in America, we the people, are still in charge of our destiny. It's not too late. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the, the, uh, gov- the uh, governor of the universe has given us a reprieve, and we can continue to govern ourselves. We have to fight. We've got to fight hard. But if we don't maintain, maintain our sense of joy and humor mm-hmm. in the middle of it, you know, then, then we have... Uh, we have basically been taken over by the zeitgeist of, you know, angry, bitter sourness. I think most Americans are not there. Most Americans want to celebrate what's going on. And I thought, you know, they, they need a way to do that. So this is part of my effort. Eric, do you think that uh, you talked about this, how everyone's come out, you know, really, you know, full fledged against Trump and, you know, all the all, this, the, all the unfair media attacks on him. And, and then we move forward towards, you know, it culminated, really culminated with Kavanaugh. And a lot of people are saying that, you know, the left really overstepped here. And they think that that's uh, what I'm saying. So do you, so do you, do you, you, know, do you, you think that they're going to take a hit when we start going towards I, November? I think, well, first of all, I'm going to say to everybody listening, don't you dare not vote. Yeah. And by the way, not only voting, okay, but make sure everyone you know votes. Because if yeah. we do not fight, you're not, you're not being asked to pick up a rifle. You're not being asked to take a bullet, which many in our past have been asked to do for liberty. You are being asked to vote and to get everyone you know to vote. And if you don't vote, shame on you when everything falls apart and you have, you know, Don Lemon losing his mind on TV every single night, you can't complain. We We have to vote. We have to get everybody to vote. This is a battle. This is a battle for liberty. It's like, we, you know, we don't get past that. We always have to fight for liberty. You know, we had an existential crisis in 1776. 
People died. We had an existential crisis in 1860. People died. This is an existential crisis for liberty. This is a fragile, glorious form of government that the world has never known. And if you don't fight for it, you lose it. That's the way it is. I mean, I wrote a, a book for adults called If You Can Keep It, which is like the adult version of this book. And, and if you can keep it, I talk about Franklin said it you know, when he walked out of the Constitutional Convention. He said, We've got a republic if you can keep it, meaning that you, the people, we, the people, must fight, must work. Otherwise, somebody will rule over you. If you want a bureaucratic socialist state to rule over you, do nothing, stay home, pay 80% taxes, and, you know, and, and there you are. But we're Americans. We don't want that. And I really just believe that we have to be called to fight, called to the battle. Otherwise, we're going to lose everything. You can see that. It's happening Trump is, uh, is an extreme opportunity that, that, that we have been given to, to keep what we have. I mean, just imagine if Hillary Clinton were president of the United States. I mean, yeah. I can't even imagine it, but we should try because, it, it, we, you know, unless we fight, unless we vote, that's what we're going to get. I'm so happy about this book. I think I have all your books. But I want to read a comment by our, our audience that are listening right now. Uh, Hams tweets out and says, Eric doesn't realize, but he just gave me the perfect book that helps that will help my kids understand better what they see on the news. Mm. Wow. That, wow. That, you know what? I want to I put that blurb on the, uh, on the book. That sounds beautiful. Because yeah. seriously, that's my hope. What, 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 that, what that person just said is my hope. Because we need to teach our kids something. And, it, and but it's a beautiful, happy truth. We don't have to, have to descend into the bitter sourness. The left is so bitter Bitterness should have nothing to do with us. We have hope. When I think of Ronald Reagan, he had a great sense of humor, and he was the happy warrior. We should be happy warriors. We're fighting for something beautiful and true. We're not just fighting for our side. We're fighting for everybody, by the way, including the liberals. They don't know it, but when, when, right. when we fight for liberty, they get liberty to scream in the streets and act like children. So, you know, I have to say that uh, that's, that's wonderful. I, maybe you can email me that beautiful quote, and I will use it. Oh, we will do. Um, Eric, it's, uh, his new book is Donald Drains the Swamp, but so it's an easy read. It's a quick read. You really need to go out and get this. It's about 50 pages, so you can you can get through this uh, pretty quick, and it, it's it's hilarious. Um, is this book when is, is this book available now, Eric? It, well, it's available right now. It won't be mailed to you till you know in a few days uh, when it comes out officially. But I gotta say, uh, I am so excited about this, and I'm just so glad that uh, you're letting me you're letting me talk about this because as you can tell, it's a passion for me. I want the whole country to celebrate what we have and to teach our kids to celebrate it. So, you know, I'm really, I'm grateful for this opportunity. I hope, I hope everybody uh, gets a laugh out of it and, and learns something as well. We need to remind ourselves about what is true about who we are as Americans. And this is a fun way to do it. So thank you. Thank you, Eric. It's pleasure, pleasure was all ours. Again, the book is Donald Drains the Swamp. He is Eric McTaxis, superstar. Thank you, sir, for coming on. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.